Welcome to Engineering Influence, a podcast from the American Council of Engineering Companies. And we are doing some cleanup right now because the convention is over and it was a very quick event. It was also a very jam-packed event. And as much as we would have loved to get around and talk to everyone we wanted to talk to, sponsors, exhibitors, everyone, we just did not have the time nor the space to do it. And uh, we're taking the opportunity now of less crowd noise and a little bit more freedom of time to talk to some of our sponsors and exhibitors. And today I'm very pleased to be joined by the good people at Dell Tech. Specifically, Brett Tusas. He is the VP of Product Management at Dell Tech. He is an architect by education. Uh, he is also uh, a veteran of dealing in the IT space for architecture firms before he came to Dell Tech. And Dell Tech is a firm that's really focused on helping our firms, especially smaller, middle-sized firms, do a digital transition and, and take advantage of technology as something which is critically important in today's economy, especially for our smaller and middle-sized firms trying to compete in a very crowded marketplace with larger firms that have you know, extensive tech, IT departments, CIOs, and the like. And uh, Brett, I'm very pleased to uh, have you on the program. Great to be here, Jeff. Thank you. You know, it's it, it, it really technology is something which is changing the face of engineering. It's something that our industry is facing um, really just the headwinds of. And some are some are really adapting to it very well. Some are trying to get their hands on exactly how they can utilize technology, not just to deliver projects, but to win business, to manage their firms, to do really everything to make their lives easier. How does Dell Tech come into that conversation? Well, Dell Tech comes in in a lot of different ways. I think the, you know, the core way I, I would mention there's probably two facets to it. You know, our focus is on architects, engineers, the construction industry. You know, those companies that deliver projects, if you will, to run their business and and where people are their, you know, primary deliverable. Um, that is the expertise that that their people bring to the table and and our focus, like I said, probably two primary facets. One is the ERP focus, and this you know this is everything from the traditional finance and accounting solutions to CRM to project planning, resource management solutions, even things like uh, you know project information management. That's sort of the primary core uh, facet, if you will. And then we have complementary solutions around that. So we have project execution solutions like our our PIM product or project information management. We have our spec point uh, solution, which is around authoring specifications and that type mm -hmm. of thing. And then we also have um, a product like ArcaSnapper, which is our, our mobile working solution for, for architects and engineers. So like I said, two facets, core being the ERP, but then complementary solutions around those. Where do you see your sweet spot in, in the firms that are coming to you for, for help on all of those different areas as far as the size of firms? Is it the midsize, is it like, you know, your second stage small business, or is it kind of, uh, does it run kind of the spectrum? If I look at our, our core ERP solutions, it, it does run the spectrum. You know, we have, we have companies as small as five to 24, 25 people using our products, but then, you know, our, our large customers are in the 10, 12,000 employee yeah. company ranges. Um, now, sweet spot, you know, somewhere in between, certainly, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the 100 to, to 500 range employee companies, that's probably our sweet spot. And by sweet spot, I mean, that's where the majority of our customers are. Yeah. But again, we run the, the full spectrum in terms of company size within within this space. 
I, I only ask that because I'm thinking about scale um, and, and how, how digital solutions like this can scale, uh, the, you know, irrespective of the size of the firm that's really using them, right? I, I would imagine that you kind of look at the, look at, look at a potential uh, client or a firm that's coming to you and kind of tailor these solutions to fit their specific needs and kind of scale the product to exactly where they are and, and kind of work with them to kind of build it over time if they expand that you can you can adapt to that you know that 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 growth yeah absolutely i mean one of the things that that we pride ourselves on specifically in the core erp space is for one we offer a couple different solutions that um you know are, are targeted more for one size of organization than others but uh, you know our flagship erp solution vision vantage point it, it's really intended to be um uh, able to be configured in a way that's simple enough for those small companies, but also has the, the power and the sophistication and complexity to support companies as they grow and support companies on the larger yeah. side and the more complex side of the business. So, um, yeah, that, that's definitely a focus of ours to be able to scale with um, different companies that come to us, but also as our customers grow over time, which obviously is what you know we hope for our customers so that the system can grow with them as well. Yeah. Uh, you were you were at the convention. I hope you had a good time and you had some good foot traffic at at the at the booth. Um, what was there a commonality after conversations that you had with the uh, with the the attendees? Did anything really kind of pop up again and again and again as far as a pain point that you know was discussed with you guys? Well, I, I think you know you had brought up at the at the intro the whole digital transformation digital transition concept you know that's definitely on people's minds and i think mm -hmm. if i a pain point is maybe a good way to describe it i think firms struggle a lot with figuring out what to prioritize um yeah. you know there's a lot of stuff out there when it comes to technology and technology as many of us know moves pretty fast so um i think companies are struggling a bit with figuring out you know where to invest from a technology perspective especially coming out of the pandemic, you know, I think there's a little bit of this COVID hangover, if you will, mm -hmm. where during that time, companies were forced into some of their technology investments just because of the situation that they were in. And now that they're coming out of that, things are, dare I say, normalizing at least a little bit. Um, they're trying to figure out now, okay, now where do we put our investment from a, um, from a technology perspective? Because there's a lot of things for, like I said, these firms to look at. It's the operational side, you know, tools that Dell Tech bring to the table that can help customers through their digital transformation. But there's also the project delivery side and what clients are expecting from a technology perspective. So yeah. if I had to say a common pain point that we're hearing, that's that's it's sort of that prioritization yeah. um, discussion that's that's the most challenging. Yeah, that's a, that's a really interesting point that you raised because firms did go practically overnight from being, you know, everyone in the office all the time to everyone home, remote, distributed workforce. Right. And, and, and you had to choose quickly what solution was available to you so you could continue with the operations. Now, you know, we're at this point where things are maturing and, 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 and maybe executives who never really thought or kept on pushing it down the line saying, yes, I know that's the future digital trans, you know, we have to do this, but, you know, we're going to have a plan. We're forced into acting or reacting rather uh, and now they can actually take a strategic approach and say, okay, well, let's, let's try to figure this out. Um, it's not so much, I mean, in your view, it's not so much, okay, well, you know, now we have the COVID hangover, we're shaking it off. Let's go back to where we were before. Yeah. I, I would imagine now it's okay. This stuff is working. We've proven, we've proven that it works. So how do we maximize, um, and, and prioritize that transition? Yeah, I, I think that's definitely true. And I think the, 
the other thing that that I would say is contributing to some of the maybe the challenges around that prioritization um, contemplation, if you will, is you know projects that 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 companies in this industry are just getting more complex too. Yeah. Um, you know, you add the environmental aspect to it, the the ESG and sort of the the um, the, the the governance and, and corporate social uh, responsibility and all of those things to the equation as well. And then the complexity just from a technology perspective um, in terms of how, what client expectations are around projects that are being delivered. You add that sort of level of complexity or additional level of complexity to how projects are being delivered, plus what you just described, you know, coming out of the COVID and, and, and that prioritization decision. Um, yeah, it, it's tricky. And that's what I think that's what customers are, are facing. The one thing, the one thing I will say that I think is um, you know, important for firms to consider is people think of digital transformation, at least a lot of times in conversations that I'm in, as this big, enormous sort of thing with a discrete beginning, a discrete end, and it requires a lot of planning and, and sort of formal execution. And I would encourage firms to understand that, you know, digital transformation is a, is a continuum of little wins, big wins, small investments, big investments, and things like that. And um, you know, those little wins can go a long way to sort of keep momentum and keep you moving along. So yeah. while the prioritization discussion is tricky, um, you know, understanding that that there's digital transformation is a, is a never ending thing and you're always sort of progressing in, in little ways and big ways. Yeah, I, I think that's that's common amongst, I think, all industries, including our own, that yep. there is no end point. Yep. Um, once once you start down the path to a digital to really transitioning over to a digital presence, whether it's, like you said, operations, whether it's the actual project delivery at the end of the light, you know, the end of the project um, process, it, it, once you start, you don't stop. And it's a question of, of almost sending out that strategic approach to say, this is where we would like to be, but how we actually get from point A to point B is going to be dependent on a lot, a ton of small decisions that have to be made. Mm-hmm. And those small decisions sometimes have massive outcomes. So they could either be extremely beneficial and kind of change the way that you're coursing this, or, you know, they could be, they could be, you know, equally as bad. It's, 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 it's important to sit down and, and take that more thoughtful approach of how, how are you actually going to be implementing this technology? Mm-hmm. Um, from, you know, your experience working in the sector, is there, you know, have you have you noticed that there's like a common theme amongst firms that kind of just how they undertake these transitions? Um, it's kind of a, a, the idea of saying that, you know, you, you've noticed that over over time, the, the engineering firms kind of fit into their own model of, of adapting and, 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 you know, applying technologies. Uh, does it differ in. You know, how we're actually, let me refine the question. Does it kind of differ a lot from your straight architectural firms? Do they kind of, you know, match? Um, I don't think there's a huge difference between the architecture and engineering sector. I, I think if, if anything, um, the, the engineering sector is perhaps a little bit more um, pragmatic. And, and I say that because there's there's tools and some of the things that engineering firms are dealing with you know when it comes to calculations and and some of the the design um, or technology aided design things that are out there that um, may not apply as 
specifically on the architecture side. That's probably the, the big difference that we mm -hmm. see on the operational side, especially for the types of products that Dell Tech brings to the table. I, we don't see, I don't see a, a sort of significant difference yeah. between the two sectors. Yeah, that, that's under that's reasonable. I, I could imagine that being the case. I mean, they are fairly similar as far as like, you know, model of operation. Um, when people were coming to your booth over at uh, over in our convention, was there one or two? I noticed you have a you have a suite of, of solutions that AEC firms can take advantage of. What was there one particular one that you were really trying to get out there um, at the event? Yeah, definitely. I, our our vision and vantage point product you know vision was the the previous name of this product we rebranded it and renamed it a few years ago to vantage point and the 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 attendees that were delta customers at the conference were primarily vision vantage point customers and we've been transitioning from from vision to vantage point for for a number of years now and vantage point is our next generation product really the next generation mm -hmm. of vision um, brand new interface a lot of sort of reimagination and improvements so that was the the primary um, uh, topic of conversation at our booth and at the conference because um, like I said, Vantage Point has been out there now for a few years, but we're still transitioning customers from the, you know, the latest version of Vision to the latest version of Vantage Point. And there's a lot of questions around that because it is a, it's an upgrade, but it's a, it's a big upgrade and it requires organizations to rethink some of what they're doing, do mm -hmm. some planning and some testing before they make that jump. So that definitely was the, the focus of, of many, if not all of our conversations at the conference. And Vantage Point, I mean, that, that's a fairly robust resource management tool. I mean, that's, that's a... It's kind of a, a all aspect kind of financial forecasting and 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 people and project management suite of software. Yeah, um, I mean we we often call it the 360 degrees of of automation. So yeah, it covers you know front office, back office, mid office, and and everything in between, if you will. Yeah, and it has it has that ability for leaders and project managers to be able to do you know reporting. It gives you the ability to have a kind of an instant at a at a at a glance view um of, of what's happening at any given time per project and 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 up to the pretty much firm level yeah uh, absolutely is, you captured that perfectly uh, <laughs> is that is that cloud-based or is that or is that still uh is that software just you know individual license it's either it's either we um, offer both we still offer on-prem and we and we offer in the cloud you know i'd mm -hmm. say predominantly most of our customers are moving to the cloud but yeah. we still offer it as an on-prem or on-prem solution as well yeah you know going back to something that you mentioned i, I thought it was kind of interesting because i've talked to some of the other firms that were exhibiting and a lot of them were in the risk management and insurance industry which is different of course than dell tech but the issues that you brought up earlier are exactly the same issues that they brought up that AEC clients are bringing up to them, ESG, environmental, and digital project delivery. All three things that firms are having issues with and trying to figure out, okay, how do we manage this? What's, you know, of course, on the insurance side is what's our risk? Uh, you know, what's our risk exposure to, to using BIM and, and, and all that? And then on the other side is that environmental side. Um, you know, how, how does the, um, how, how do your, your products kind of work? Let's just take on the ESG side, helping a firm that might be saying, okay, well, you know, our clients are demanding that we have, you know, a greater visibility or, or show into these issues, these social issues or the environmental impact of projects, how we go about doing things. 
Um, how, do, how does Dell Tech kind of help firms kind of answer that question? I think there's there's probably two ways, and this one, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll fully admit as far as Dell Tech Solutions is not yeah. as explicitly targeted at it, but there's mm -hmm. there's still probably two ways that, that we see this. One is, um, call it thought leadership. You know, we've got a lot of customers, thousands of customers that are working in this world today and have to face the ESG changes and what we're seeing around that. And one of the ways that we feel we can serve our customers sort of outside of our of our actual software solutions is what we're hearing from the industry and what we're seeing other organizations do. And, you know, just sort of um, being at a point where we can prompt that conversation and that information sharing with customers. So that would be mm -hmm. the first area. The other thing, and this is maybe a little bit more explicitly related to our solutions, but, you know, our, our products offer a, a, a pretty significant amount of flexibility in terms of configuration and making them work mm -hmm. for firms and being able to monitor certain aspects of their projects and how they're going at things. Yeah. And we've seen firms, you know, configure a product like VantagePoint to bring visibility to how they're approaching ESG and to the extent to which they're they're approaching it. So it's a minor thing, but it is mm -hmm. the, the tools are are enabled in a way to allow our customers to do that. It's it's minor, but it's important because this is all new, and and yep. there aren't any tools bespoke to these issues. So, um, having the understanding, you could take a tool like Vantage Point and kind of you know use it for that purpose. That might not be its intended design, but still allows it the flexibility to be able to use for that is is something which is 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 beneficial to to, to firms. Um, you know, it. I, I really think that. Your your website has a great resource. I mean, you have some insights. You just did your forty third annual report, uh, the Dell Tech Clarity uh, Architecture and Engineering Study. Um, you you have a blog up on the website. You've got uh, a lot of thought leadership up there too. Uh, so I encourage you know our listeners to take a look up at DellTech.com, D E L T E K dot com. Uh, you can also get the links over to the industry. You can see. Uh, the AC industry and then the Vantage Point and Ajura are linked out there uh, to products. Uh, of course, Vantage Point we discussed. Um, anything else that you want to leave our message, our, our, our audience with? Um, you know, and hopefully we'll see you again in October for our fall conference in in, in Colorado. But between that time, I mean, uh, you know, how can people get in touch with you? Um, and uh, uh, anything else that you want to let our audience know? Well, I think you covered the sort of the primary ways to get in touch and sort of to see what's going on around around Dell Tech. Obviously, um, the website is a great place, uh, a great resource of information. The only other thing I'll add to that is we do have our annual um, user conference, customer conference coming in November. Um, used to be called Insight, now calling Project Con. Um, so we're very excited about that. We've done it virtually the past couple of years, so we're back in person, and, and quite nice. honestly, we're excited to be um, to be back in person. So yeah. certainly encourage. Uh, people to check out Dell Tech Project Con. Great. Well, Brett, thank you very much for your time. And uh, thank you again for exhibiting and sponsoring the uh, convention this year. Uh, it was a great event. Uh, and I think that our audience really did appreciate uh, uh, everyone uh, coming back together, like you said, in person to actually share some ideas and meet with their peers. So thank you again. I, I look forward to having you back on the show, uh, especially, you know, as these things, as your products develop, if there's anything new that you want to announce or any big trends that you're seeing, please let us know and we'll, we'll bring you back on. And I, and I do appreciate your time. Great. Thank you for having me, Jeff. Much appreciated. Great. Well, again, this has been Engineering Influence, a podcast from the American Council of Engineering Companies. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.